Welcome to Black Exposed with Sandra Tyler, KW's first and Canada's only show on primetime FM radio with black content and all black Canadian music. Tonight, black Canadian author Wanda Taylor joins us to chat about her new book, The Grover School Pledge, that releases today. The book is about a sixth grader, Arlena, who pledges to take on systemic racism in the school. Parents, you really need to tune into this. This week's black Canadian artist spotlight is Pimpton. Regina's top hip-hop rapper and Canada's rapper to watch out for. And I dish about exciting concerts coming up this summer. For the first time ever, Black Exposed has teamed up with Kitchener-born, internationally acclaimed DJR Double for the Drive Home Street Mix. Ten minutes of Black Canadian uninterrupted music. So roll down your windows, get up and dance. The Black Exposed Drive Home Street Mix starts now. You're listening to Black Exposed. Spun by DJ Black Exposed with Sandra Tyler. What's going on? This is Righteous Allah, the administrator of truth. Yo, what up? Yo, this is Pro Logic from the Flavonoids. You got it locked in with them Canada's illest DJ. DJ R Double. Yeah. Canada's illest yeah. DJ. It's a whole lot of superstars up in here tonight. Yo, let me set this off, man. This is Young Humpernick. Check this out. What? I'm in here for DJ R Double. The girly CB and slow down like they having car trouble. So I'ma probably wanna pair my smart device with your smart bubble and get it poppin'. I'm in a rock and back and pumpin', pumpin', find the relic. And that Machiavelli got the freak booty jelly pumpin' lovely out the telly. Holla at Savino gang on my East Coast run. It's young hump up in Swahili Village with pace. Uh, just like a mushroom, I'm a fun guy. Run my credit, run my credit. Score is dumb high, dumb high. So Somewhere around 815 Wanna see for yourself, great, just come by The center of my vineyard, believe you tongue-tied The grapes are pesticide-free and sun-dry I came a long way since a young fry Now I'm a school of hard knocks, alumni Something in the death wish, death wish, death wish On the wall and leave from the party quick. Let me put all y'all again, don't notice. All this underground rap, this shit belong to black poet. Oh, what you think and how it sound to you. 
concrete bridge. Again, let's run up and put the pound to you. It's a fear that makes the situation dangerous. They came unprepared to cook up. Their whole style is dried up and flavorless. Don't assume a person of peace isn't skillful at war. I'm that thief from Broad Day that took everything that you work for. That forget about your contributions and all your deeds of valor. They say how I left like I lived in such a lively manner. They gave me eight bars and a mic to convey this simple message. They want to play like they're hardcore, but they're asking for a death wish. So for the death wish, death wish, death wish. I'm on it. I'm gonna make you want it. Regardless of all the things that other guys have put you through. Girl, I know about hurting. And I know about losing. Oh, baby, this time we gonna get it right. Make a clap to this. Regardless of all the things that other guys have put you through Girl, I know about hurting And I know about losing Oh, baby, this time we gonna get it right I'm gonna show ya Cause I'm so, so focused Yeah, baby, there is still some of us That know how to do things right Raised by a woman Strong emotion Taught me how to love And how a man should be on time I got to be the one You're, you're, you're listening to Chocolair, Socrates, Cardinal Official. What about God? And he said she is black. And although this is a very well-known and well-worn story, it is very profound. Because, because, I tell you, tell you. Go ahead, meddle in the melanin. Black man, black woman. Black baby. Black man, white woman. Black baby. White man. Nah, I ain't racist, but the numbers cry, say cheese, pose for the photo, socks doing the promo in slow-mo, you see him blacker than a Rolo, moi, my wife have Italian, lady in the street, but in the room, she cut like a stallion, but then close your eyes and respect your woman, it's all ice cream, boy, take your pick up in the ice cream store, word to my MF and chef for showing us the left, right, left, hope burns in the undercurrent of every eve in the jungle, concrete or foreign, it's all sweet and purring, still black girl birth to earth, do the knowledge, concrete a college, and pass, 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 pass. Hey yo, black is the new black, born blue, black, black at the belly, sweet of the curves coming out the back, damn, Michael J. 
Jacks and light skin, but he too black MTV knew that A black ass on Kim Kardashian 30 minutes in Jamaica make you turn black fast Either you smoking dope trying to find Bob Marley Or you drinking rum with the black or black folk Racist against black folk Come out the sun, I don't want you to get dark No matter where you're from Go James Brown, feel me? Black and proud When you stand up for yourself, they call you black and loud If you're too black, white folks will black you out Black ball you from the industry, only does it get loud Bill Clinton was a black man Loved by the left, persecuted yeah, by the right Yeah, right hand. in the club A short skirt magnet A full stop, all these girls coming with Full stop when the shock steps up on the stage And he smashed it Yeah, I hit the stage harder When the ill flow steps up You put your $40 shots up I spit it in the old cup I don't need your movements I'll be here till your grandkids get gray hair the spot like the sun's in the air Go hard like my rent's four months in the rent See, my papa was a rolling stone I became a chip off the block Now I just roll on my own Full steam down the hill Anything in front getting smoked Like an outside out Lock it, lock it, exposed Black exposed. You're now in the mix with Canada's LDJ. DJR double. I'm up against the monster. He's cool, it's his homies that'll haunt you. Forever relevant, King Rain for president, embassy in the star. Currently Earth resident, president, 40 year old, just slime, no ice with it. The one can give you an advice with it. Four move blitz check, made it concise with it. Call the scene in the early like a fight with it. My living stretch, I don't fit it. Talk, this how you get got, I get it. OG consultation is thousand dollars a minute. I made weather the storm, a good business. From Sam B to Sam D, nice shit. I- I'm Sandra Tyler, and you're listening to Black 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 Black, Black Exposed on 98.5 CKWR. DJR Double. It's been too long, I've been down on my knees, I've been crying for mercy, please, trying to forgive mercy. They try to take me out, try to manipulate me, try to gaslight my craft, can't even stress out shoes. Is it so wrong to fall in love, to love someone so evil like you? Can't even ride, the ride, the ride, the ride, it's been so damn good What can I go do? Finna switch it up for you Your body's through Welcome back to Black Exposed with Sandra Tyler. That was Black Exposed first all Canadian drive home street mix with legendary DJ R Double. He's Black Exposed resident DJ. How energizing was that? All Black Canadian music drive home street mix. If you want to hear more and if you liked it, let me know. You can email me at blackexposed at bell.net or find me on my socials at Sandra. 
Sandra Tyler and at Black Exposed 98.5 CKWR. This week's Black Artist Spotlight is Pimpton, Regina Saskatchewan's top rapper and the Canadian rapper to watch out for. Pimpton combines old school hip-hop influences with experimental production and thought-provoking wordplay to create a distinctive brand of hip-hop. His music videos are on Much Music and MTV and he's independently sold over 18,000 copies of his studio mix albums. He shared the stage with internationally recognized acts like the Wu-Tang Clan, Young Jeezy, Mad Child, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Rich the Kid, Dizzy Wright, Exhibit, Warren G, and the Swollen Members, and that's just to name a few. Pimpton has performed over 500 shows and festivals across North America, like South by Southwest, Juno Fest, Breakout West, Aftershock Festival, Cannabis Cup, and Canadian Music Week. He's released his fifth album in 2018 featuring current hip-hop stars Fetty Wap, Tory Lance, and Rich the Kid. He's currently working on his eighth studio album, releasing September, and his goal is to push the hip-hop culture forward, combining his signature style that promotes intricate wordplay and an untamable energy echoed only in the heart of the Canadian prairies. This is Pimpton's new banger, Go Up, produced by Tap Riley. It's got a gnarly bass line with heavy punch lines and brash delivery. And his other banger, Vibe, on Black Exposed, 98.5 CKWR. Petrol in the rent, you can smell the odor. I've been geeking out like I'm playing Dota. Baby, it's a give and take and I got something for ya. Yeah, baby, it's a give and take. Hold that, now go up. On my campaign to make a damn tsunami out of ripple Catch you speaking on my name Cut your tongue out, watch it dribble All these rappers do is cap and got the nerves to say no kizzle I got half a mind to make you have to mind your maker Whoa. Make me undertake the burden of an undertaker Whoa. I must be Andre de Grasse the way I make a hater bolt Your punks know I run this and know it's not debatable Double M I'm paid in full Tell a bad chick to treat me just like I'm inflatable Psychoactive girl item that's a diva take a pull on my
up next, we chat with Black Canadian author Wanda Taylor on her new children's book, The Grover School Pledge, which releases today. Parents, tune in for this and tune in with your children. I'm Sandra Tyler. This is Black Exposed on 98.5. 
CKWR. My name is Wanda Taylor, author of The Grover School Pledge, and this is Maestro Fresh West with Let Your Backbone Slide. This is a throwdown, a showdown. Hell no, I can't slow down. It's going to go. First offense. All the mix. Okay, party people in the house. Mary, attention, please. In a moment, the beat will be played in many parts. Many parts. Very. Every verb you heard, I play, snap the bird a break. You try to cover, I hover me a roast, a fake, a flag, then I run a post. Toast, I'm the most. DEF's how it goes. No X's or O's or tic tac toes. LTD knows, this ain't a game, I'm on a mission. Call me a hip hop tip tactician. I rap just like a slab of clay, the shapeless. Chef ain't no shimmer, no glass is tasteless. A universe without light is lightless. That's why I always take time to write this. I'm older than my hands before I start chiseling. Could be a rain or brainstorm or drizzling. Sun could be shining, sun could be showering. Practice makes perfect, I'm powering, flowering. My lyrics are awesome and tune in volume and blooming a blossom and blowing away blockades and barricades. Make you black and blue from the blast of the blaze. It's a blood sport. Blood builds up back. I make your vision go blurry while your brain goes black into oblivion. Beats from box to box to base, rocks from blocks and blocks. Let your backbone slide. I don't give a damn, damn. Your backbone quiver, man oh man. Watch your swiver, wrap the twine your spine when you slither. It's contagious, an epidemic can. You try to lift your cool, but it fell again. Rap scholar, soul academician. But like I said before, I'm not American. It's who you are, not where you went. We all originate from the same descent. I make a lot of sense, 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 pence, gold, gold. We're in frankincense. When I'm in France, they flow me France. Frankly, this account is where I bank bank at home. I make bills of brown for my sound In the states green like the grass in the ground When I'm in England they pass me pounds now I clock cash in every town so I slide, slide. But nowadays I'm trapped Why? So many suckers oh, on man. my sacroiliac It's like a rap sack backpack Give me some slapjack rappers like a jungle We rhyme for rhyme, it's like a vine to vine Swung lines to line of mine I'm colossal, use a mosquito I'ma play Tarzan, you play cheetah Cheetah, biter, love to forge Better yet, I call you Curious George Cause curiosity cold, kill the cat Can't hide, so black to the side Let your backbone slide Wanda Taylor is the author of both fiction and non-fiction books for children and adults She's a former CBC television producer and a documentary filmmaker Wanda Taylor is a freelance journalist, screenwriter, and a college instructor. She serves as faculty and mentor in the MFA Writing and Publishing Program and at the University of King's College in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And she's featured in several magazines across North America. 
Other notable books Wanda has written are No One's Baby, Birchtown, and The Black Loyalists. And her other nonfiction books include It's Our Time, Honoring the African Nova Scotian, Lake Loon Cherry Brook, and more. Welcome to Black Exposed Wanda. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Wanda Taylor's new book, The Grover School Pledge, comes out today at all major stores and outlets. And the book Grover School Pledge, which releases again today, it focuses on an African sixth grader, Arlena Jefferson, who lives in Mississauga, who faced thoughtless comments from her fellow students and her teachers, specifically Mr. Matthews, because we all have a Mr. Matthews, I will tell you that. <laughs> and Mr. Matthews, her teacher, he asks an ignorant question about her classmate Nadia's headscarf. And this leads Arlena to deal with systemic racism in her own way. The book is so captivating. Give us a glimpse of really what this book is about. Yeah, so I, I wanted to create a book about, because young kids face a lot of microaggressions and don't always know the language for it, don't always know how to deal with it. And of course, I went through that myself, didn't have the language for it. And so I wanted to do that in a story where it's not like no one's preaching to the kids. The kids come up with this on their own. They deal with it on their own. And Nadia is the new student who comes in. She's from Egypt. She wears a headscarf. But before Nadia showed up, Arlena noticed that there were some things that were just not right. And we know that ourselves too. Like, you know, you just can't put your finger on it, but you know it's not right. It's discrimination. But when the teacher makes this comment to Nadia about her headscarf and embarrasses her in front of the class, they all get together and they all meet at the park bench. Like all the kids of color meet at the park bench and say, what are we going to do about it? They start sharing their experiences. And so basically the book is about them figuring out how do we make a change in our school. It was brilliantly written and written in such an innocence. Arlena talks about how her father experienced the Million Man March. I'm really excited about that because she walks into the room, her father and her mother are watching TV, everything's silent, there's a protest going on. She doesn't really know what everything's about. She, her father starts to explain to her and her brother, like, this is why we do this. And then he tells him the story about when he was a teenager, his father took him to the Million Man March. And he talks about how, you know, seeing that whole sea of all these black men and the message that he got was, you need to take care of your community. You need to take care of your family. We need to take care of each other. And that never left him and he carried that with him. And he said, your promise is your pledge. And so that gave Arlena the idea to say, hey, I, I'm going through kind of similar stuff that they were going through and why they marched in the first place. That statement that her father said, your promise is your pledge, that is how she got the idea to come up with a pledge. So I think it's really important because a lot of kids, you don't learn about the Million Man March in school, you don't learn about, but through her learning it through her father, then the, the kids who read the book will also come to learn about that. I remember one of my guidance counselor had said to me, okay, how do I put this on radio? There's no room for N-word people like you. There's no place for N-word people like you to go into college, let alone broadcasting. So that, yeah, that resonated with me, number one. But it also gave me the drive to say, okay, the ironic thing, his name was Mr. Matthews. No way. <laughs> no way. Well, I want to know if you followed me to school because it I'm must like, have followed you. <laughs> just sorry, how to, is, my, is the name Sandra in there? I love to check. <laughs> Even now. Right. I realized how much internal dialogue I have had throughout the years, even with the kids that I was bullied with. 
it still resonates but to know that there is a book written and several books that are written such as this to be able to help the future of our black youth and our racialized youth where we never had that before so i i truly commend you for being a trailblazer and paving the way in that manner thank you so much for that and i mean it's it's so ironic your experiences but it also speaks to the fact that so many of us had no outlet we didn't know where to go or what to do and the comment that you got about that you wouldn't go anywhere i mean look at you now in broadcasting but you know we we were able to push through that and i don't know like the resiliency of us um, what we were able to do despite not having someone to say, cancel out that noise, you can do it. But a, a lot of kids don't have that. And especially, you know, we didn't deal with all the things kids are dealing with today. It's even more so like it hasn't went away. They already have voice. So it's not really even giving them voice. It's just letting them know that their voice is important and that it matters and that they can make a difference. And, um, you know, and I think that was my motivation. Maybe I secretly followed you, um, but <laughs> followed you somehow. But yeah, that was the motivation. It's like I wasn't able, I didn't know I had a voice and I want young people to know they, that they do and they can use it. Explain the pledge to us. And, and the second thing is, would you consider doing that in school in real time? Oh, I've thought about that every night since I, even while I was writing the book, I imagined going across Canada and making all the schools take this pledge. And the pledge, I'll tell you, I must have rewrote that like a hundred times because I wanted it to sound like it came from a young person, but also sound empowering and looking towards the future. And every single word had to be perfect. And it had to, every single word had to mean something and I wanted it to sound like these kids really spent the time to say here's how we feel here's what we need from you I rewrote that pledge a hundred times and when she stands in front of the school and reads it I wanted the kids who read it to feel like yes I want to do that like I want that to happen at my school too man I'd love to be able to just go into every school have the kids read the book I envision having them all like in the gymnasium or something have the teachers standing there have one of the students read the pledge have the teachers all come up and sign the pledge saying, yes, we will be your ally. Yes, we will call this stuff out. Yes, we won't sit down idly and let it happen. And, and we won't be part of the problem. We'll be part of the solution. It's a book for everybody. Teachers, parents, allies, and students, whether they're racialized or non-racialized, other students too have to realize that when they say and do things, it's hurtful too. Maybe we can work together because I have a program called Artists Against Bullying where we go to schools from K to 12. That right? would be fabulous. And, you know, musicians will go in there and, uh, and speak their part. Maybe we can conjoin the two. That would be fabulous. I think they have these in workplaces, but we need to start. We need to really start in the schools. Even as I was writing it, it was breaking my heart that I had to write this, but it's happening. It's happening a lot. And it does break your heart that why are we still here after all the fight? We're always fighting, but you feel like, you know, you feel you get a little bit forward, but then sometimes it feels like we took 10 steps back. The fact that you said it fueled you to make you want to go forward, like that's how I want the book to make the young people feel like, yeah. okay, those microaggressions, I'm going to push through those. And I'm going to show you everything you said I can't do. I'm going to do it. So there's a part of the book where Mr. Matthews, he interrupts a conversation with Nadia and she's the Muslim Egyptian girl, which Nadia says to Arlena, it sounds like someone has a problem with two black girls talking. Mm -hmm. I have been battling, not just on this show, but my entire childhood because I'm Egyptian of people saying you're not black. And I say, wow. well, get me a map so I can show you where Egypt is. It's in Africa. So I'm not sure how many, how much more black you can get. Yeah. So to actually see it written, could not believe I, I saw a published author say that about an Egyptian woman. So that's, I commend you again for that. 
I had to claim that because I, I they, you are us. <laughs> and I don't know what that whole thing is about with like me picking and choosing who belongs, but I needed Nadia to be the one to claim that, to say I am black, I belong. And also the other layer of that too was, you know, I experienced that. Like we can't talk together because that teacher who's white thinks they might be missing something that we're talking about. But it doesn't matter if anyone else is talking, but why are we talking together? What is it about? And I've had that happen to me too. But yeah, Nadia had to be the one to, to say that. Tell us a little bit more about Nadia. Uh, so Nadia is a whip. Like she's the one who brings voice to all the stuff that Arlena was seeing and didn't know how to put it into context. And Arlena wanted to be like her. Like she wants, she felt Nadia was bold. She wants to know about Nadia's world that she came from. She wants to know about everything because she wasn't learning enough about the continent of Africa. And Nadia was her conduit to that. And then Nadia also didn't take any flat. So she didn't take anything from anybody. Like, you're not very smart. Why are you saying that? Like, she just wasn't taking anything. And Arlena fed off of that. And Nadia coming into her life was what kind of changed the trajectory of what she felt like she could do. She felt empowered. And Nadia was a big part of that. This book takes place in Mississauga. There's a part where there's a store that's opening up. Arlena's like, oh, maybe it's like a hair care product store, you know, in Mississauga. So we don't have to drive around the city. And anyone that's ever lived in Mississauga knows that if, <laughs> if you're in Central Parkway and you got to drive all the way to Dundas. Yeah. Right. Am I right? Yeah. I don't yes, know if it's strange. Right. No, it's I not there. <laughs> No, it's not changed. <laughs> Still have to drive halfway across the city to get the good hair products. <laughs> and good luck finding parking in those strip malls. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Why Mississauga? It's such a melting pot. Uh, because I was living in Mississauga at the time. Well, actually, when I said I wrote this book seven years ago, I was living in Atlanta. So the story was based in Atlanta. But then when I re, you know, when I came back to it again and dusted it off, I was living in Mississauga by that time. And I wanted it to relate to Canadian kids. They wouldn't really necessarily be able to relate to Atlanta and what was happening there. So I changed a lot of things that had to do with the setting. And yeah, because I was living in Mississauga at the time, it just felt like I know these areas. I know, you know, the pockets. I know what's happening. So it just felt more authentic for me to base it in Mississauga. And I think for the Canadian readers, they're just going to love that. More association. It's like when I was reading, I'm like, oh, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> and I try to make it funny too. Like I try to make it not funny as a comedic, but like the characters, they do say things that are kind of funny or they say things that make you laugh and whatever. But, you know, I wanted them to be just like the average kids so that they can see themselves in it. Because kids sometimes say things and they don't necessarily care how it comes out. It just comes out. Because I have a son. He's 16 now. But at that age of grade six, you know, your kids aren't running telling you everything that's going on at school. Right. And I think this book is a great way for parents to read that book with their children. Mm. To really understand what is happening at the schools. Because this is the age where kids are like, yeah, nothing really went down. But in reality... Even if they don't understand the microaggressions, the parents might be able to hone in on them and really understand what's happening daily. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then also that little thing of like, at first she didn't want to tell her parents what she was doing. So yeah, you're right. Like at the age, they don't always tell parents everything that's happening with them, what's going on. And parents don't know. But then at the end, like they real, like, you know, she realized, oh, my father would have been on my side with this. He would have helped me with this. But at the time, kids don't think about that. Little things are happening and sometimes they try to deal with it themselves and they don't necessarily involve the parents. So yeah, that's, that's true. And I think that's true of my kids too. I mean, 
they're all adults now, but there was things going on. Now that we're adults and we talk about things, um, there, there were things going on with them that they didn't necessarily share with me and I had no idea. So you're totally right about that. Now, I want to get a little personal with you now. Can we Can we have a little fun? We can have a little fun. First, we're going to have a little fun with this book because Arlena, is there a series going to take place? I have been talking about that. I have been jotting some things down about that where would she go next like i i feel you i feel like there's more to her she has more to say so we can't silence her yet yeah include nadia because she's like an egyptian fiery cracker if you need, she some, is. I love need her. some help I love i'll her. help you okay can, all right I can give you some egyptian insight <laughs> all right listen i write music i'm a ghostwriter, but i don't write books so i'm not here to to say like hey just do this but i remember sweet <laughs> valley high those oh books. yes that the series. I remember, yeah, yeah. I loved reading them, but then I'd get to school and I'm like, those are the same bitches making fun of me. <laughs> Hilarious. I had I had nothing to relate to, right? Let's let's do that. <laughs> yeah, I love, yeah. Okay. You spoke it into the atmosphere. <laughs> you hear that, God? <laughs> um, I have a book coming out next year, and it's, it's called Brothers in the Sky. And it's about two black men who were like kind of the first to be able to um, fly in the Royal Canadian Air Force when blacks weren't allowed to fly. And I oh. thought, is this a book for adults or is it for children? And it's a children's book, nonfiction, because I felt like a lot of black kids don't think that they can have a career flying a plane. Like it's just something that's like a fantasy thing or, oh, that would be great. But they don't really think that they could do that. I said, this has to be for children because they need to feel like these two men did this, I can do it too. And the two men both happen to be from Halifax. So I had some connections with it as well. When I worked for Tribute.ca, we were doing all the promotions for TIFF and I did the after party for the movie Red Tails, the World mm, War II oh. with Cuba Gooding Jr. And mm-hmm. he can't fly He can't fly worth a lick. Just, <laughs> just letting you know. <laughs> I just had to add that in there. It was just funny. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, I love that. I love that using your books as an example for children to look up to. Let's talk about you because you're an example. You're a producer at CBC. Like we come from broadcasting and it's very rare to find racialized people. It's it's growing now. I mean, for me, it was um, when I started, I mean, this was a long time ago. Actually, I think I started maybe in 2007. Only two of us were black. You know, it's improving now. And this was on the East Coast too. And it's, it's improving now, but there's still not enough of us. The, the percentage is still very low. And the percentage of people who are up there at the top making decisions is still very, very much male, older, and white. So there's still a long way to go, but definitely it's a little bit better. But for me, um, I faced a lot of, sometimes people didn't understand why I wanted to do the story that I did, or I don't only want to just do stories when it's about black trauma. I want to do stories about black excitement and with like, they didn't want that, you know? And so I had to struggle with all that stuff as well. And I loved the position I was in. I loved to pull in these stories, but I was always, I always felt like I was fighting in a way. It was always a struggle, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. swimming against the tide with the, yeah. with the broadcast. I mean, that's yeah. always, but then you get to the point like you have done with your beautiful storytelling and, and, and everything else that you do where you just say, well, I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I did. And that's what led me into documentary filmmaking. I have stories I want to tell. You're not ready for these. So I'm just going to go and do them myself. And I did some independent documentaries, but it allowed me to tell my stories. And also it was one of those documentaries that led me to writing my very first book, which was Richtown and the Black Loyalist, because I had done a documentary retracing that history. I took a group of young people and I challenged them to retrace because the young people didn't know 
how their ancestors got to Nova Scotia. So I, I challenged them to retrace the path of their ancestors. We traveled, we went to Birch, uh, Birchtown and, you know, made a documentary. But then it was that that ended up being my very first book, which is now part of the uh, Department of Education curriculum in the Halifax Regional School Board. So all kids now can learn about that history. Um, and I think that's what we need to do. We just have to, if they don't want us to tell them, we just have to go tell them ourselves. And then when I do my documentaries, I always use original songs. Like I'll get people to write songs. So for that one, Gary Beals, R&B performer, he wrote the song for me, beautiful song, even all this time later, still sticks in my head. But we made that and, and some of the youth got to work with him to write the song and sing it, perform it. And that's part of the documentary. But it's called Still Here, A Journey to Triumph. And it's about that journey from Africa to the US to Nova Scotia on that promise from the British, which wasn't really a promise because they didn't get what they were promised. But yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you can still find that everywhere, I think. So brilliant. What is next <laughs> for you? Two more books coming next year. I just wrote a screenplay on James R. Johnson's story. Second black person to ever pass the bar in Canada. And um, it's the whole history. You have to look it up. Anyway, I just wrote that screenplay. So I'm hoping to, I'm just putting my feelers out to get funding. So I, I would love to shoot that 2024 if possible. Tell me about a Black Canadian musician that inspired you growing up or inspires you now. Wes Williams, Maestro Fresh Wes, because we didn't see a lot of, most of the music we listened to was from the US. And there weren't too many artists, for me anyway, at that time, that I could have on my little Walkman um, that were from Canada. And so, you know, he was one of them, like Your Backbone Slide and all those songs. Like two of my, my sons are really into like going back to the 80s and 90s and loving those songs. So now they're playing all those songs I listened to growing up. I think it's great they do of course like listen to contemporary and rap and drake and all that too but i love the fact that they are also interested in the old school too so old school for me all the way if you grab my playlist it's all old school 80s and 90s all the way thank you for being on the show this was so much fun like i said i'm in my pajamas pajamas with no makeup on and i'm okay with that are you <laughs> i'm okay with that <laughs> I'm Sandra Tyler, and you're listening to Black, 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 Black Exposed on 98.5 CKWR. Welcome back to Black Exposed with Sandra Tyler. Here's what's black around town. The Caribbean Canadian Association of Waterloo Region is offering scholarships to local students of Caribbean heritage starting from $1,500 to $3,000. If you're a recent high school grad or currently enrolled in post-secondary and planning to attend university, you can apply for applications which are open until July 15th. Go to ccawr.ca slash scholarships to apply. June 24th and 25th, the KW Multicultural Festival is on at Victoria Park. And June 28th, the KPL Central presents World Refugee Day film screening called Someone Like Me, and it's free. Here's some incredible concerts and events that are happening around town this summer. June 23rd, leading lady of reggae, Amoy Evans, performs at Theatre De Rift in Quebec. And June 24th is Nelly's Hot and Her Festival. That's at Downsview Park and it features Nelly, Neo, Akon, Carrie Hilson, and more. The King and Queen of Freestyle are performing live this June 23rd at Downsview Park in Toronto. It features Stevie B and Shannon, along with Euro Legends, Labouche, Black Box, and more. Do you remember Stevie B? Because I love Shannon. I love LaBouche. Remember this one? 
Also, Saturday, August 5th at the Carnival Music Festival in Toronto is Rick Ross performing with Jadakus. That is going to be epic. 50 Cent, the final lap tour with Busta Rhymes and Jeremiah. That's September 22nd at Budweiser Stage. That was announced. If you have black events you want me to expose or if you're a black artist playing at an event, send me details two weeks in advance to blackexposed at bell.net and I'll get it on the air for you. That's what's black around town. You're messing up my mind. The flesh is really weak. I gotta put you down. It's you I wanna be. You're spinning me around. I hear you in the air. There's so many sounds. Your voice is really clear. Used to be, used to be a friend. 
Black Exposed is Canada's first and only show on primetime FM radio with black content and all black Canadian music. You can hear Black Exposed every Tuesday at 6 p.m. You can find me on my socials at Sandra Tyler and at Black Exposed 98.5 CKWR. Stream live on CKWR.com and stream after on Spotify, YouTube, Podbeam, and most other streaming services. Welcome back to Black Exposed. Tonight we're chatting with Empress Lyrics, a multifaceted Canadian singer-songwriter in reggae, dancehall, rap, gospel, and R&B genres. Empress Lyrics has performed around the world, including New York, Miami, Amsterdam, Brazil, Trinidad, and many islands. Empress joins us tonight to talk about her new single, her life, and her upcoming projects. Welcome, Empress. Welcome, Sandra Tyler, the queen of the Black Echoes. Your energy, it comes through your music in such incredible ways. And I listen to the lyrics because the lyrics are so powerful. You write your own lyrics? Yeah, I've been writing from my eight years old. I have about 380 some songs now. Even when I was doing the duets on the Hitmakers Challenge, it wasn't just a verse for me. I wrote out the whole song. Wow. Um, music and lyrics and melody. When I write, whether I have a rhythm yes or no, the melody is there and then the lyrics come. And sometimes I jump out of my bed at 3 a.m. in the morning because a voice just says, get up and write this. And then I start writing. And it, it's kind of crazy. But I, I thank the Almighty for this blessing because it actually saved me. Because going through so much obstacles and tribulations and so much pullback. My father's a musician, Percy Williams. And my mom, Verona Williams. You know, God bless them. They don't understand my Rasta. So like, because they're Christian. But I grew up in the church and I was baptized at Pentecostal. So like, like I said, I hail to Celestiae. But I praise the Almighty. That's right. Because I know. That's right. There you go. So that's my thing. That's my thing. How much of your relationship with God do you carry through in your music? Even if it's, a, let's say, a controversial song. Like, I have some clubby songs, but most of my songs are about the Almighty. Like, most of my songs are talking about how he brought me through. How I could have been a drug-addicted person, but he grabbed me and he said, that's not you. I could have been down many wrong roads. I'm born February 22nd, so I'm kind of like a risk-taker. I'm kind of like a little gangster. So I thought I could break dance, hang in any crowd. That's how it was when I was younger. I used to slam dogs. So I thought I was a little bit invincible. So I went down a couple of roads, but I always seen the Almighty hold me and say, no, that's not you. It's because of depression while you're here. Come, my daughter. So, and that's how I mentor you because I'm trying to show that you're young. You're going to go down some roads, but you have to know let the father lead you and then you won't fall and stay down. You'll fall, but you'll always get up if you rely on the almighty voice. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram, Lady Lyrics, Empress Lyrics, or you can find me on Facebook, Denise Williams, um, Empress Lyrics. And you can Google me. Where do you find time in your busy schedule for your music? So the way how the music goes, it's a spiritual thing for me. It's a spiritual thing for me. Uh, like I said, I'll get up in the middle of the night, start writing, or uh, I'll have a three or four hour timeline that I have a space, 
and sometimes I just sleep in my van and when I wake up I'll study my lyrics so it's inspirational for me and it actually keeps me stronger and keeps me going everything I do I incorporate music in it everything I do you have a new single out let's talk about that what I am what I am is about I go into relationships with, with my heart it's not about what you have as long as you have potential to build and grow and I realized there's a lot of users out here so I'm like okay these people don't know what love is so I just need to take a step back and still do the good work and reserve myself so that's what I am means. you know you, you try and do all the, the loving and kind things you try and be a lady you try and be good you try and do the right thing and no matter what you're doing they're fighting you they're beating you down they're they're underrating you that's what what the empress is about what the empress i'm gonna do and not play number two it's on the, the same rhythm and it means almost the same thing it's a medley not play number two means i know i'm number one and that's why i sent it to you because you don't need to be a locks to be wear locks to be a queen and what you're doing is queen status thank you so much for being on black exposed thank you for having me this is denise williams empress lyric honored to be on black exposed with sandra tyler and i want the people that detect you what i empress i'm going to do true come and tell you what i empress i'm going to Black Exposed is Canada's first and only show on Primetime FM Radio with black content and all black Canadian music. You can hear Black Exposed every Tuesday at 6 p.m. You can find me on my socials at Sandra Tyler and at Black Exposed 98.5 CKWR. Stream live on CKWR.com and stream after on Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, and most other streaming services. That's it for tonight's Black Exposed. 
exposed. Special thanks to black Canadian author Wanda Taylor. Her new book, The Grover School Pledge. It releases today and I'm giving away a copy. So to enter, email me at blackexposed at bell.net. Special thanks to DJ R Double, Black Exposed resident DJ for the Drive Home Street Mix. Email us at blackexposed at bell.net if you want to hear more street mixes on Black Exposed. Next week, I chat with Black Canadian author Sarah Everett on her new book releasing next week, The Probability of Everything. It's another children's book that addresses systemic racism. On Tuesday, July 4th, I sit down with Waterloo Regional Police Chief Mark Crowell to discuss initiatives the police are taking within the black community so you don't want to miss that i want to thank you my black exposed fam for tuning in you guys are incredible i'm sandra tyler celebrate your blackness in every shade stay blessed good night everyone I know I guess you know I wanna ask if you still love me Just a product of my experience Learning to love myself through loving you Never had someone show me how to improve Trying to make you leave just to beat you to the punch But somehow you still, you still Put up with all my sh- Nothing before you exist, nothing before you exist Nothing before you exist, I'm convinced that heaven exists Cause nothing before you exist, nothing before you exist, hey no, I'm blessed and highly favored Asking God to let me see another day I'm blessed, I don't have much I usually learn the hard way Gotta count Highly favored every time that I wake up No, I'm not worthy, but I got a purpose There ain't no Stay prayed up every day, every day, every day, every day I wake up. Every day, every day, every day before my makeup. Every day, every day, every day, yeah. Every day, every day, every day. I know I'm blessed and highly favored. Asking God to let me see another day. Like every day, every day, every day, every day. Every day, every day, every day Gotta stay prayed up